where we are. Okay. Welcome. I'm I am here. Are you? I'm busy during the breaks. Yeah. You know, I don't mess around, try to get stuff edited. We right. had that interview with Don Poe. I just got that edited. Mm-hmm. She's uh, running for school board uh, in, up there in Amherst County. Yep. And I thought she did a great job. I'm not being partisan. I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't live in Amherst. I do. But I thought she was pretty articulate on what she believes, and it's spelled out pretty well on her brochure. I have a dog in that fight yep. because that's uh, that's my where I live. Yeah. And I'm telling you, there are some uh, races mm-hmm. in Amherst County that are really, really going to impact the county. And folks, you better be paying attention mm-hmm. to what's going on because there are some folks that we need to get in there and there are some folks we need to get out. Yeah. And and you need to you need to know what it is that you're voting for. Right. Not just who you like, mm-hmm. not just who maybe had one thing that you didn't like about them and you're going to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Mm. You better know what you're talking about. Because if you don't, that county's going to be in trouble. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I mean, that, that could be true probably for a lot of, of the, the areas. Uh, sure. You've got to know what it is that you're voting for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I, and I don't know. I just think in, in a lot of places, it's just, you know, whoever I like or right. whatever I want to believe, I'm really going to nice leave it. Picture. Yeah. I like how they look. <laughs> well, I mean, there's some of that. I know. I think that goes on, but I mean, they just take anything anybody says just at face value. They don't want to dig deeper, mm-hmm. and that's not to anybody's there's advantage. This, um, Democratic congressman, speaking of handsome, mm. who's thinking about running, and I can't remember his name. He's from the Midwest, somewhere, and he's thinking about running against Biden, which would be interesting. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I saw that story yesterday. I don't huh. know if anything's going to come of it. I'll 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 try to look it up during the during the break. In the meantime, eight six six nine one six three seven seven six. You're on the morning jam. Good morning. Good morning. Well, I, like my wife has always said, you know, and a gal marrying a, a man, uh, she, you know, he better be either one of two things: he either better be handsome, or he better be handy around the house. Either one, but they can pick right there. So, uh, There's a uh, meme, Kevin, going around, and it's a, a rather not traditionally attractive woman, I will say, mm-hmm. a rather mm-hmm. a, an unfortunate girl uh, in her bridal gown with this handsome guy next to her. And it says, yeah. when she says her daddy owns 400 acres and ain't none of it been hunted. <laughs> yeah. That's right, baby. Wow. That's right. Hey, yeah. hey, There's some truth that's to that. Right. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of truth. In especially, yeah, there, there, that's right. He's got hunting in his blood, baby. Right. You know, uh, yeah. what, somebody somebody said something the other day. No, I'm not going to say it on the air. I'll, I'll pass on that. <laughs> You'll have to I'll, text it to I'll, us. <laughs> yeah, I'll have, I'll have to. Yeah. Well, that dog will hunt. I'll, that's all I'm saying. What, mm-hmm. that, that dog will hunt, and that's what uh, paper bags are used for. You can always cut holes in them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're horrible. <laughs> Your uh, wife no, is so terrible. beautiful. I'm you terrible. don't have that issue. No, no, no. She, she's uh, she, she's sixty four, and wow. she she still she looks good. I she's mean, beautiful. She, she looks, yeah, she looks good. She could she she could run circles around twenty year twenty year old, thirty years old. So yeah, that's for sure. There, but, physically uh, and yeah, no, otherwise. <laughs> that's right. Absolutely there. But uh, so what's uh, up, Doc? Things, uh, well, I just I just wanted to chime in a couple things um, on cats. You know. I, I'm kind of with uh, Jay Rose. I'm with your 
uh, man, Mark, about cats. I, I, I won't hurt them, but I'm not crazy about them. Yeah. But um, uh, my, my mother-in-law, who passed away a couple years, she, she was just a, a, a great home remedy uh, specialist. And mm. and somebody and somebody in, in the family, uh, you know, they had their lymph nodes all swollen up and all that kind of stuff. And they were getting ready to light them up with chemo. Oh, my. And uh, so, so she asked a simple question. You got a cat in the house? Said, yeah. Well, you need to go get checked for cat scratch fever. And what? sure enough, it was cat scratch fever. Wow. Uh, so I didn't uh, know that was a real it? thing. I thought it was yeah, just oh, a yeah. song. Oh, yeah. Your, your, your lymph nodes will swell up like a balloon, girl. So, wow. Uh, absolutely. So uh, uh, before they begin, they'll go, they, they love to see you coming in because it's a lot of money for them. If they start putting all that chemo and radiation in you and you got cancer and all, it's just cat Cat scratch fever, and they can treat that real quick uh, to get rid of that. But um, see, I didn't um, know, um, you know, Doctor Ted Nugent was covering that, right? But apparently, he was. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, nobody yep. wants and, to get uh, that. Yep. And uh, the other thing I wanted to comment on, since we we're talking about politics, and we're not going to talk about Trump this time, but I wanted to give a shout out to the new Speaker of the House, yeah. uh, Mike Johnson. Correct. A lot and, of people and, are loving him. Yeah. Well. Uh, uh, and I, I like the fact when he said the other day uh, from from the stand there, he says, "I am a Christian, and I'm standing with Israel." Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm not sure if you knew this or not, but Mike Johnson teaches classes online for Liberty. Yeah, yeah, we had that in the first yeah. hour. Okay, well, I'm sorry, uh-huh. I missed it right there. But no, anyway. that's okay. Well, we still love you. Yep, uh, <laughs> yep, uh, well, that's that's good. My, yeah, I hear you. Well, anyways, uh, that's all I wanted to bring to the uh, morning jam table. So, uh, okay, I'm sure I'm sure that I'll be talking to you probably the last day of the week. All right. Well, something about a Liberty football game, I'm sure, is in the office. We'll look forward we, to it. We we might go there. So y'all take care, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, Kev, take care, buddy. A yeah. little bit of yeah. Little Ted Nugent. This is the only cat scratch fever I want to have. (laughs) Teresa says it's terrible. She had it? I don't know. She must have known somebody who's had it. Oh, wow. Yeah, the symptoms are not good. I swear to you, I didn't think that was real. Yeah, I... I I thought it was a Ted Nugent song, and that was all. I mean, it's a good song, though. I mean, This is something else that... that Wait, wait, the ending's coming. All right. Iconic end. Oh! Rock on, Roanoke! Sorry, I had raised my fingers in the whole nine yards there. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, here's something else that, that I can't believe, uh, much like that ending uh, just now. <laughs> if I were reading this, I would think no one is ignorant enough. To, to do this. Okay. But I was wrong. And we covered yesterday how 60% of liberals are diagnosed with mental illness. So this may could explain mm. this. Okay. A far left group being funded by liberal billionaire George Soros Boy. is targeting Kentucky Attorney General and gubernatorial candidate Daniel Cameron, a mm-hmm. black Republican, with an ad, an, an ad. I mean, they have they have bought airtime, right. and they have produced an ad 
that's running on local R&B station okay. in Jefferson Town, Kentucky, mm-hmm. describing Cameron as Uncle Daniel Cameron, accusing him of betraying his race by declaring all skin folk ain't kin folk. Oh, wow. All skin folk ain't Can kinfolk. you even believe wow. that they have the, the nauseating audacity to say something like that Mm -hmm. what's up kentucky it's election time and all skin folk ain't king folk over the past few years we've taken to the streets to demand racial justice to demand health care and the right to make decisions about our body okay so racial justice that means you're going to give us things whether we earn it or not demand health care don't want to pay for that and uh, we want to kill babies got it all right and now uncle Daniel cameron is threatening to take us backwards the same man who refused to seek justice for brianna taylor now wants to run our whole state unbelievable wow Wow. have have you heard this guy speak he's he's, and and it's a and it's a white man he's good he's good it's a it's a white man funding this Mm -hmm. right it, can you imagine that they would ever let a white man get by with that? In a million years, yeah. would they allow a what? Well, other than Joe Biden, well, yeah, you know, because well, you don't Joe, vote for me, you Joe. ain't black. I think it's just, it's just disgusting. I, I need to see if I need to I need to call our man and see what okay uh, see what he. Thinks Anyways, about watch it. one of his speeches. Very on track, and I mean oh, just. Uh, yeah, solid. But if conservative. you don't toe the line, right? If if you're not, well, you know, Joe said you ain't black if you don't vote for me. That's right. I mean, I can't believe he got away with that one. Well, uh, well, look, you've got stupid Hillary with hot sauce in her pocketbook. Right. I mean, <laughs> are true. we surprised by any of this? No, unfortunately, none not. of it. Not. And you know who's the the absolute least, you know, surprised by this? Um is uh is is the man who wrote iron iron triangle oh, yeah, uh, triangle yeah. mm-hmm. yep yep i mean he's not surprised by this at all because this is how they hold them hostage right vince everett talks yeah, ever, uh, yeah. everson talks about this all the time yeah he says that's how they keep him on the plantation yeah, yeah. i mean vince vince ellison ellison yeah and um so he wouldn't be surprised by this at all no that they're doing this I, I just think it's disgusting that they can even run an ad mm-hmm. like that. So Dean Phillips is the Democrat thinking about running against the president. He's a uh, Minnesota Democrat, possibly challenging Joe Biden. Handsome fella. He looks a little bit like the guy from uh, that picture right there from uh, X-Files. What's that guy? Is that actor? McCovney. Yeah. Uh, Cameron hit back to the group and accused Democrats, along with other left-wing organizations, of using racist attacks. That's what that is. Mm. Solely because he doesn't support their policies. Right. I mean, let's face it. Dems are, are fine with your body, your choice, as long as it's their choice. Right. Yes. You know, if, it, if it's not their choice, they're going to try to shut you down. He said, I believe here in Kentucky, you should be judged by the color of your skin, not by the color of your skin, but by the content of your character. Yep. The same cannot be said of Joe Biden, mm. out-of-state radical left interest groups, and mm-hmm. the National Democratic Party, who think you can't be black and conservative. Yeah. I have never faced racism or discrimination while growing up or working in Kentucky until I decided to stand up against the Democratic establishment. And then he found out real quick. I don't support their policies, so the left attacks me for my skin color. Mm -hmm. 
These racist attacks have been happening for years, and the media is either enabling it or ignoring it. Oh, they're it. complicit. They're complicit in my mind. He referenced a cartoon published in a liberal paper earlier this year characterizing him in a racist manner. When asked about Cameron's call to condemn the ad, Bursher's campaign referred to what he told the Lexington Herald leader on Sunday that the ad came from the African-American-led pack. So we'll let them comment for themselves. So that's how they how Pilot well, yeah. wipes his hands. Yeah, they do. They, 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 they all, on both sides they use the packs. And you know what? To say what they can't. I didn't. I used to think you know people aren't that stupid, but they really are. Yeah, I think so. I mean, we see it locally and we yeah. see it nationally. Mm-hmm. They will believe anything that's told to them as long as it suits their their what they want right. to hear. Yeah, exactly. Craziness. Mm. We got to go to break. I know. We do. Hey, we talked about the national anthem earlier. And, yeah, we've know, been playing some different ones. This is the uh, Boston version. We'll go into break with this. It's I'm amazed at how many of you guys shared your yeah. favorite ones. John Cornyn asked you the same thing. You said it wasn't in your October 4th memorandum. It was in another office's memorandum. It wasn't another office's memorandum, Judge. It was in a press release from your office. Right here in front of me, October 4th, 2021, for immediate release, you're going to create a task force that includes the National Security Division. What on earth does the National Security Division have to do with parents who are expressing disagreements at school boards? Nothing in this memorandum or any memorandum is about parents expressing disagreements with their school board. <laughs> yes, more of the um, of the ghosts and goblins of D.C. Oh, I don't know. Attorney General Mayor Garn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, stop that. Okay. Stop that right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so we've been talking about... Um, the fonds it was his birthday yeah yeah monday yeah yeah and uh he's been talking about a new memoir that he's been writing and apparently when he was on happy days because we learned earlier he had he turned down grease which was like a boneheaded thing to do um in his new memoir being henry uh he says his friendship with ron howard was really tested Hmm. because Ron Howard was supposed to be the star of the show, but he wasn't. Huh. Fonzie was the star of the show. How about that? And he said he was very lucky. I mean, his his character was supposed to be very minor. Mm-hmm. Like in the first few shows, he right. didn't even wear a leather jacket. Okay, he had a, like yeah. a blue jacket. Mm-hmm. You know, none of that. But he just took off yeah, and people just off. loved him. And, and loved, yeah. he would walk on the set and everybody would lose their minds. How about that? Yeah, because... Filmed before a live audience. Yeah. Exactly. And he said he always tried to be really careful not to flaunt anything that was happening because he knew, you know, it was an ensemble thing and it really needed to be an ensemble thing. But apparently, pretty early on, they realized, all right, he's a, he's going to be a really important part of the show. So he immediately got like a huge raise, like okay. in the first first few weeks. Okay. And it was hard on Ron Howard. Um, he said, and he, so he said, he went to him and said, you know, look, I, I, I don't want things to be weird. 
they wanted to change the name of the show to Fonzie's Happy Days. Oh, I'm glad they didn't do that. And he said, no, yeah. that's not going to happen. And yeah. then Gary Marshall kind of shut that down. Um, but he said he, you know, he went to Ron and he said, um, just just be, you know, respectful to everybody. And he said, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say that that I wasn't hurt because it, it does hurt because he was supposed to be the star. Mm-hmm. So he was really honest with him about that. But I, you just would never have known yeah, that. Yeah, I know. Interesting. That was part of the reason that Gary Marshall did the uh, softball team. Okay. The Battle of the Network Stars that he started, they, they would play softball yeah, all yeah, the time, yeah, yeah. was to build up that, that team. That relationship, yeah. Ensemble kind of thing. So, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Another thing that was interesting was, uh, and I read this to you off the air, the the father of Taylor's love interest has weighed in on, on Taylor. Taylor Swift, yeah. Yeah, they, they asked what his first impression was of Taylor. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, we the first time we were in the box, mm-hmm. the watching the box, game, yeah. she gets up to get a drink of a water. She goes to get something to drink. Mm-hmm. And on her way to get something to drink, she's picking up empty bottles and cans and plates and throwing them away. And he said, my first... That's kind of a servant thing, impression, isn't it? Impression was, well, she didn't get the diva call. I don't know. <laughs> That's not what you would think somebody yeah. at that stature would do. Sure. Um, but he said she, you know, she's very just not egotistical at all. Well, he that's, says, that's good to know. Yeah. And says so she's very, very smart. And mm-hmm. that's apparent very quickly. Sure. He said. So apparently she got the dad seal of approval. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah. It's always nice to hear that they're you, not you really divas. You think that was just, now I'm, now I'm wondering, the cynic in me says, is she a servant or is she just obsessive compulsive and can't deal with <laughs> dirty dishes? I don't know. <laughs> or is she just sucking up? We don't know. <laughs> 866-916-3776. You're on the Morning Jam. Happy Halloween. Hey, guys. You. Good morning. Yeah. And uh, she's good to truck drivers, too. Apparently that she uh, pays her truck drivers nice bonuses. She so pays everybody good. well. Yeah. That says but, something, uh, too. Yeah, but she, but she respects truckers. So there you go. That's mm-hmm. a good Good thing. I agree. So, uh, but I just, I just wanted to call in on that Democrat or that, that guy in Kentucky, uh, and um, also uh, Chachi uh, Scott Bayo was a star of Happy Days. What are y'all talking about? Johnny <laughs> loves Chachi. But yeah, that was anyway, a spinoff. Yeah. But uh, you know, Mark was on there too. So there you go, Robin Williams. Yeah, that's where he started. But, uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, that. The Democrats have always been racist. I mean, they started the Klan, for God's sake. And then Margaret Sanger did her thing with abortion. And, yeah. You know. Yeah, she uh, wanted to kill people. black people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She and wanted to get rid of them anyways, is, yeah. This has always been a theme in the uh, Democratic Party. You want to see racist, look up Woodrow Wilson. That's a stand in Virginia. Oh, and, the uh, worst. Mm. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, and Teddy Roosevelt, the Republican, the populist Republican, brought in the first black man to the White House to, to see a movie and uh, and to eat with him. So, didn't know if y'all knew that or not. Yeah, we talked about it on the air not that long ago. Yeah. On, our, on this yeah, day I in mean, history. So, yeah. so, yes, I mean, and, and it's just a theme what they're doing to that man. And um, it, it's just... They, their stripes never change, you know. It's just sickening. Um, 
Well, and when it, when it looks like a Republican's making any headway and they happen to be a black Republican, they got to go full on. They did it know? with Ben Carson. Yeah, they did it with Ben Carson. Others? Yes, and I love Ben Carson, who came out the other day and supported Trump for 2024, by the way. Interesting. Um, no doubt. Saw that on Twitter. But, uh, you know, and Ben Carson's a good, decent Christian man. Yeah, I agree. Trump against him, so. anyway, yeah, we're waiting on that Mike Pence endorsement. Today. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not going to happen. <laughs> he did drop out of the race. Right, he knows too day. much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're up against the break, bud. Hope you have a good Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving. Yeah. Hey, have a good Thanksgiving and Halloween. Boy, I just, yeah, I'm getting okay, away. Guys. I can't wait for that pumpkin pie, apparently, Jamie. I guess Janet. not. Maybe not. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah, buddy. Hey, it is 831 and it is not Thanksgiving. No. By the way, this Friday is the Pancake Jamboree. Look at you! And what do we think when we think of the Pancake Jamboree? Limited sausage. (laughs) All you can eat pancakes. Limited sausage. (laughs) It's 831. And we have 45 degrees in Appomattox, 46 in Amherst, 46 in Salem and Roanoke, 47 in Danville, 46 in Bedford, 45 in Lynchburg. I have a conundrum. What what is it? <laughs> well, during the break, you know, you were over there mumbling something. I was editing, and and I go, "What's up?" You go, "I'm just having a conversation with myself." I asked how it's how's it going. Janet said, "Well, I'm learning a lot." <laughs> I said, "That's good." Oh That's Lord, good. Lordy, Lordy. So, so oh, we know it's mercy. getting colder. It is right. It is. So yeah. I tried to dress more appropriate. Sure today Mm -hmm. and i found these really cute jean things at the aldi okay that are like fleece lined oh yeah yeah. like a little oh yeah those are nice yeah yeah yeah. 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 did you get your shoes at aldi too no i did not those are sketchers oh those Um, oh yeah can't get those you can't get those there so i thought i'll wear that today because it's going to be colder in that right i'm about to burn up (laughs) up in here because of the way our hvac is can we explain just for a second that we don't control our own No. We do AC not AC and, and heat in our studio. And apparently the boys back in the garage are cold. Right. Because it's like a furnace in here. It is. And you never know if you're gonna freeze to death. Right. <laughs> or if you're gonna burn up. Right. Oh well. What are you going to do? Yeah, well, you know, like the old song so- says, in the summertime when the weather is hot. I'm going to have to bring extra clothes. I'm going to have to have it like... A multi-seasonal wardrobe, right? And have wardrobe changes, right? Right. Between the first act and the I'm second working act. with Cher. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Do you have that auto-tune song queued up? <laughs> Maybe. Believe. And you can't beat that. All right, let's do. Uh, let's do well, some news I guess here. So. Twenty-five-year-old has been charged following a theft incident. Henry County deputy said on Sunday about six thirty in the afternoon or evening. Deputies responded to the Figsboro General Store for a robbery call. Upon arrival, it was discovered that a theft had occurred, and it was not a robbery. A former employee had entered the store and stolen a money box from behind the counter. Mm. Oh, boy. The suspect was identified as Jacob Martin, 25, of Martinsville. The owner of Figsboro General Store reported that Martin was a previous employee mm-hmm. and had stolen... $240 from the same money box while still employed. Well, you have absolutely no character, young man. <laughs> right. 
After stealing the money box, Martin fled on foot and was found a short time later hiding under the porch of his home on Dogpatch Lane. Appropriate. Because mm-hmm. you are a dog. He was taken into custody without incident. Okay. See, I mean, come on. 25, you've got, you should have the world I by know. the tail at that point. I mean, Matt Foley's, you know, said, ta- grab that tiger by the tail. Absolutely. At that age. Do it. Jeez. Don't be stealing money out of petty cash, dude. Lordy. From one nightmare to another. Yeah. Well, this nightmare actually was a good one. Oh, okay. The end of an era, Blue Ridge Nightmare, comes to an end. Oh. That would be the end of the era. And Sunday night was the last performance. Uh, it was uh, Blue Ridge Nightmares on 9th Street in Roanoke. There's been three years of screams and scares, but it's come to an end, and it was a good run. Even if it, if it was three years. Three years is a good run, actually, to be able to put something together like this. The Blue Ridge Nightmare creator, uh, Anthony Gaiardano, Gaiardano, I, I couldn't get this out in the first hour either. Uh, he worked in the New York film industry as a makeup artist for many years after moving to Virginia due to a personal loss from the, from the pandemic and health issues. You know, he decided to approach the folks at Center in the Square. They came up with this idea, and next thing you know, we're experiencing the uh, Blue Ridge Nightmares on 9th Street in Rona for three years. <laughs> Anthony says he's going to uh, plan to keep his art skill, you know, going and sharp and That's make good. special effects uh, for makeup and film and that kind of thing in the industry. So, uh, you know, hope, hopefully you'll see some of his work coming on a screen near you. Lynchburg peacemakers are getting ready to open a new headquarters that they think is going to be a game changer in their efforts to cut down on crime and gang gang activity. The nonprofit organization is currently renovating what will be its new headquarters at the corner of 12th and Pierce. Right now, we claim this is our street and this is there's going to be peace on this street. This is uh, one time one of the most violent streets with gun violence. Killings a few blocks away. That's not going to happen while the peacemakers are here, said Sean Hunter, president and founder of Lynchburg Peacemakers. Right now, they're renovating the old building for the peacemakers headquarters and conflict resolution center and hope to have it open in December. Numerous community partners and businesses are offering goods and services to turn it into an inviting place. Uh, Let me just say that I cannot praise this group enough. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, they're focusing on young adults ages 18 to 35 who may want a different life, but they don't have enough guidance to know how to get there. Mm. A lot of them want jobs. A lot of them, uh, if they knew how or knew the resources that existed, uh, Job Corps, different trade schools, we believe we can get them in. So they're there to actually make a difference in their lives. And I was thinking as I was driving down, I think I was driving down 5th Street. I mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. No, it was 12th Street because I was going to meet your wife. Okay. And the number of little stores and things that have closed yeah. there. And a lot of it is because of, of this violence and stuff. People yeah. are not going to invest in a community that is overrun by thugs. Right. They just aren't. Right. They can't afford to. And and you can't throw enough money at that problem to fix the problem. Mm-hmm. If you don't have men and women like these peacemakers, mm-hmm. they're going to step up and open up and say, no more. You're not going to do that here. This is our neighborhood. This is right. our town. And you're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing that's going to stop it. Right. 
And that's true in this community, and it's true in your community. We have allowed this to get to this place. Sure. We've just turned our back and say it's not happening here. Well, guess what? It will. Yeah. It will happen. It's just a matter of time. Sure. You know, used to, you would hear about these shootings, and it was almost always somebody out of New York mm-hmm. or who would come in, up from up north and right. come down come here. down, yeah. And it, it's not like that now. Right. Because they brought that nonsense, and it's a cancer yeah. on our young people. It really is. It really is. So, there we are. So, the Blue Ridge Chocolate Festival. Saturday. You just, you just. I just found this story. I literally just found this story. I, I, I think I can't these stories I find you. I, I, I'm drawn to them. <laughs> the Blue Ridge Chocolate Festival is this Saturday, November fourth, Berglund Center. Center in the Square has done the uh, Chocolate Festival in years past and is bringing the event back for the holiday season. Thanks to First Bank, local chocolatiers, and we do have a chocolatier. Hopefully, he's still with us. That listens to the show called us, I don't know, over a I year do. ago. Local chocolatiers and pastry chefs will have stations set up and patrons will be able to purchase tasting tickets and sample chocolate selections. There's also going to be a kid's zone with a bouncy house, an inflatable axe throwing. Wow. Let's get them started young. And a holiday aisle with vendors ready to help patrons begin their holiday season shopping. The proceeds will benefit Center in the Square. So how do you come up with the name Chocolatier? I was just thinking about that when I first opened up this story. Well, he makes chocolate and he's dang good at it. Right. So I mean, why not? What are we going to call him? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so that brainstorming session as they're eating chocolate, you know. Right. Let's call him a Chocolatier. Hey, you sound so official. You've got people asking you about what? something that you that you mentioned. You said you were going to post it. I don't know if you have I, well, I, or not. I was going to have you look at it. Let me read it. Let me read it. This just hit me this morning. And, you know, we talk about our faith. And I think faith is an important part of our Because we kind our, of our mentioned lives. it. We, we mentioned it. And then we, I then didn't we went into send. break. I'm going to hit send now. This is what it says. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we all know the world is crazier than usual sad face. As I look at the world, I think uh, that we are in the fourth quarter. I'm not saying it's the two-minute warning, uh, but after reading an article in the Daily Express where Russia is now turning on Israel, people, that's prophetic, exclamation and ex- point. And explain to them why that's prophetic. Well, there's... In, because in, some people may not... Right. Some of the prophecies of, of this... Uh, this nation called Gog and Magog, and a lot of people believe that represents Russia. And they've thought that for a long time. And and if Russia, n- not long that long ago, you know, Bibi was talking to Netanyahu. Now he's turning because Russia's alliance is really with Iran, and Iran is against Israel. They want them wiped off the face of the earth. And so this could be kind of a partnership, a bad partnership, but it is prophetic in my mind. And I, I think that just when I read that article, I thought, okay, this clock is truly ticking. And, and I, I might see it in my lifetime if God allows me to, you know, hang around that long. And in my mind, that just is proof more that the Bible is true. And why well, is all and- this anger and hate geared towards Israel and Jerusalem and all that? Because it's it's and I know, biblical people. I know I shouldn't be surprised by it, and mm-hmm. yet I am. Right. Because it it just I just don't I don't understand. I don't understand how something so evil mm-hmm. 
that people with any common sense at all, with any empathy or heart, would ever align themselves with that. Yeah, and they Which and they I guess have. is why Russia is, because they don't have either of those things. Yeah. Well, they also don't have a lot of resources right now. Yeah, after they don't. Their, yeah, so I don't Ukraine know what their point is of doing that. Yeah, who, who knows how all this kind of plays out. And then I attached a clip from Jack Hibbs out of California. He's a uh, preacher at a Calvary Church out there. And uh, his little clip here, it's only like two, three minutes long. As the end draws near, I'm hitting post right now. So it's so going to be on my Facebook that's page. That's on your personal Facebook. It's on my personal Facebook okay. page, and people may unfriend me, and I don't really care at this point. And I'll, um, uh, I'll share it on mine as well. Okay. Uh, you're on the morning, Jam. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, good morning, guys. Hey. I called, and re- I, I, called and I called to respond, really, to the, uh, the ad that they put out, uh, oh. George Rose Funding. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's, it's insulting that most of my black, black populace just tend to go for that low-hanging fruit mm. without doing any background checks by themselves because the people like Soros and the other people that put that stuff out there, they know the majority. I, I don't want to say the majority, but there's a lot of black people that's just going to go with that. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I don't understand the- that. Help, help me understand that because this is clearly a man of of high moral fiber and character i don't care what color he is i don't care what party he's affiliated with he he clearly is a quality candidate why would they attack him in such a disgusting way janet i wish i could help you understand that i mean uh, a couple of weeks ago some of my friends on facebook was a was attacking Larry Elder with the most spirit. I mean, what it, it was horrible. Mm. But it it, it about the race well. It, the race well. It never runs dry, mm. and it never loses its effectiveness unless unless people are going to open up their eyes and understand that there may be a reason why they don't want you to listen to this man because there's something this man could possibly tell you that make you go, mm. right? Yeah, yeah. I never thought about it that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Vince Ellison, yeah, same way. Yeah. If I could say one more thing. Absolutely. In regards to Hillary in the bottle, in the bottle of hot sauce, oh, I, was, no. <laughs> I, was, I was insulting myself. You yeah. should have yeah. been. I would for her because I wouldn't vote for her if you paid me. But let me finish with one more thing, then I'm going to be off of here. Okay. Yes, sir. An acquaintance of mine that I, that I know very well, he dated a young lady that worked in the mansion, the first mansion during the time when Hillary and uh, Bill was in was in there. Oh, Arkansas. And she yeah. had no regards. She had, yeah, she had no regards. From what I was told, she had no regards or no feelings as to using the N-word in front of her staff, oh, wow. the black staff, whether they were present or not. Wow. Disgusting. Just think, and with the little bit of history I did on her for myself, mm-hmm. and with that, and when she was running for uh, president, and she wanted to be president for all the wrong reasons as far as I'm concerned, and all the black people just with head over heels wanting to vote for her, mm-hmm. just because she had that deal in front of her name. Yeah, and it's 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 retarded. It is. I I just I don't I'll never understand it. Never. Hey, appreciate the call and thanks for we listening do. to the show. He's yeah. always got great insight when he calls in. It's it, it just I don't know. Yeah, it is eight forty nine. We're gonna have a a couple good stories to get us 
off uh, and running for the rest of the day. On the network, you're going to be able to hear Hugh Hewitt. He'll come on right after us on 100.9. And Brian Kilmeade uh, will have his version of his show on the rest of the network, the Roanoke side. Uh, either way, you got good choices. You can always go to the, uh, the App Store and get our app and listening to either one of those works. So thanks for, uh, thanks for being here. We just always want to remember that we wouldn't be here without you. And when the button works, it works. <laughs> when the going gets tough, the tough get going, going, going. The definition of the word jam. To pack something tightly. A machine seizing or becoming stuck. A sweet preserve made from fruit. A common sense radio talk show. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. You put it on your toast and on the radio at daybreak. The Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. Okay, it's 8.54, Rose. What do you got for us to get our day going and keep us on the up and up and the positive? Other than my chocolate uh, story in Roanoke for this Saturday, which I can't go. I mean, it's basically chocolate day with, uh, Yeah. I mean, it's the number one choice for your trick-or-treaters. And and candy corn making it back up into the top ten somehow. A little disturbing. I think that's fake news. (laughs) <laughs> pretty sure I'm well pretty, i actually heard it on gordon deal's show like, it's candy propaganda that's what it is <laughs> somebody has a warehouse full of that crap that they're trying to right. unload so they've got all these fake stories that they're putting out there like oh you're not cool if you don't have candy corn so okay. don't don't buy into the peer pressure how about are there little baby packs that you can just get of candy corn because i just I literally know. had somebody say yesterday to me they were thinking about putting it in baggies and i Ew, and, and then they said no i can't people? you do better not do children? that mom because they won't you know you can't do that anymore and it's just going to go in the trash can yeah right alongside the raisinets <laughs> <laughs> yeah right and there's little raisin little debbie <laughs> now, cakes now okay let's let's visit that just for a little second you know, the little sun-made, you know, raisinets. I mean, that's a healthy no, choice. No, no, no. Raisinette is covered with chocolate, and nobody oh, still wants Oh, them. those are raisins. I'm thinking of just we straight raisins. Suck, we used to suck the chocolate off, off of, of them, them and throw away the raisins. <laughs> that's what we used to do. So what about and a box like, of raisins? Ew, 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 why? That's still a little unsanitary because... Well, no, it's not unsanitary, but it's just not... It's not nature's candy. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. I mean, come on. Okay, okay. Now, if it's a good apple, I'm okay with that. Well, yeah, but But you can't do apples anymore. Well, you used to. That was a big thing. I I got upset over the popcorn balls when when you couldn't have those anymore. Right. But again, I just think it's propaganda. But keeping in the Halloween theme. Yes. uh, Michigan's infamous Eloise Psychiatric Hospital. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Closed its door. In 1981. Right. And it sat frozen for decades. Okay. Nobody wanted it. No, nobody, nobody wanted it. Right. The property owner, John Hambrick, said he bought the land for a single dollar. Really? In 2018. I mean, nobody really wanted it. Well, it's probably, it probably had asbestos in it and all kinds of things they had to get rid of. Uh, electroshock therapy was very common. 
They also perform severe water therapies and lobotomies. All right, this is not a good feeling wow. place. No, no, not at all. There. No. Um, they had provided <laughs> oh, medical services, if you want to call it that, uh, for around 10,000 patients by the end of the 1920s. Gee. As seen in Secrets of the Asylum. The rooms are scattered with old equipment and furniture. It's like stepping back in time, okay. Hambrick said. Yeah. Hambrick took his daughter Yvonne to visit the site. She said she felt someone pull her hair Ooh. while walking the halls. <laughs> there was something there, she said. Yeah. Co-owner of the property, Adam Hoffman, said he's seen shadowy figures moving along the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Even local police claims to have seen shadows lurking in the halls. Retired sergeant said he heard footsteps, sent his canine unit after the sounds. The dog stopped and found nothing. Right. It was like, I'm not going in there. Huh. <laughs> he said he saw a shadow and went after it, but never caught anyone. It was like chasing a ghost. I'm 100% positive of what I saw that night. Wow. Ryan Sherwin is a local paranormal investigator and actor, claimed he saw a full-body shadow fig figure watching and invading him. Paranormal investigator and psychic medium joined forces to investigate the site to understand what might be causing the activities. The, uh, the hunter said the asylum had markings of a dangerous haunting. Hmm. Oh, I don't know what I think about that. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, nope. Don't like it. Secrets of the Sorry. Asylum, you'll be able to see it. Hometown Life Westward reports that Hambrick bought the property with intentions to develop it into five portions. A hotel, a restaurant, an event space, a bar, and a haunted attraction. Cue up Hotel California. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, you can take a ghost tour of the asylum. No, thanks. <laughs> pass. Yeah, pass. That's going to be a hard pass for Mark Lamb. Mm, yeah. You can buy tickets, though. Yeah, I'm sure I can. You're not not interested. <laughs> I'm not. All right. Well, whatever. Hey, can you believe tomorrow's November 1st? No, I really can't. But it's here. It's here. Ready or not. Hey, you guys, stay safe, stay warm uh, tonight, and hope you have a great little trick-or-treating experience if you do that kind of thing. Going to go not, out and maybe look for some of those candy corn individually wrapped. You're not going to find them at my house, buddy. I have nothing but delicious That's one chocolate. Way to, to get them not to come back. True. Oh, past that house. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. That's a candy corn house. Right, exactly. Matter of fact, let's throw hard corn at the glass. That's what they used to do growing up. I only <laughs> knew about the teepeeing. No, the, the heart, you would take hard corn, get a handful of it, and, and throw it at somebody's window back in the 60s. Candy corn? No, not candy corn. Oh, real corn. corn. Real corn. And it made a, just a... Wow. Really scary noise. Holy cow. All right. Don't do that tonight, though. No, don't do that. Make today awesome. You're better than that. Yes, you are. You're listening to the Virginia Talk Radio Network, 100.9 WIQO Forest and 106.3 WMNA-FM Greta Danville.